Hello and welcome everyone. It's time again for Paul and friends. Paul and I talking sports. I'm Jason. That's Paulie. How's it going, guys? And once again, our friend Ben is with us. How's it going, everybody? Thank you, Ben, for coming and hanging out. For sure, anytime. Yeah, Ben, before we start, I'd, I'd really thank you for coming on. Uh, I Our plan wasn't to have you on for a bit yet, but with everything that happened for the last few days, um, I thought it was more than appropriate to have you on for another voice in this crazy week that we had. So thank you for being on with us. For sure, man. I'm happy to be on. Can't wait to talk about, yeah, the crazy week and last three days for sure. All right, Pauly, what happened? All right, so um, before we get into uh, the news of the week, um, I we have we have to mention a couple uh, very uh, sad, uh, happy trails to. We'll start with uh, Vince Scully. I know he was the. Um, Latter no news, but uh, Vin Scully died yesterday at age 94. The longtime Dodgers announcer um, started when they were still in Brooklyn. Uh, 64 years he, or 58, I'm sorry, announced uh, Dodger games. Just an absolute legend, and one of the is Yuka really the only one out there from the the original OG announce baseball announcers that were just in your life. Again, this was be before my time, so I'm talking. I, I wish we had something, someone that could really appreciate that era, but. There was a time in baseball that baseball announcing really that that was for three hours of your day. That was what you did. And you listened to these legendary announcers just talking about baseball that you, it, it just not done nowadays. And just happy trails to Vin Scully. You guys' thoughts on just an absolute legend in the booth. Yeah, I mean, he's right. Like you say, he's right up there with Euchre, right? I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, at least as far as, like, these, like, uh, hometown baseball guys. You, you don't even really see that in other sports where, it, where the the home announcer for, like, yeah, we all know, like, yeah, sure, the Bucks guy, I forget his name. That's appropriately forgetting his name. But, uh, Tim Paschke? No, the other, I thought it was the other guy. Tom McLaughlin? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, we know who they are, but, like, nobody else does. But yet, there are, in baseball, there's, there were, you know, there's always a couple, there have been always a couple of guys that everybody knows. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, Kind of like, you know, you got Harry Carey, you got Ben Scully, you got Bob Euchre, to name a few. Um, but, yeah, I think he is the last, if you want to call, like, living broadcast legend, Mr. Baseball. Um, 
after Vin passed away. Um, but yeah, it's just amazing to see what Vin did over his career. Like I think it was like 25 World Series, a bunch of Super Bowls, um, the Masters, you know, everything and anything he did. And I saw a crazy stat. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Vin Scully has called 4% of all Major League Baseball games. So if, <laughs> I know it doesn't oh, seem wow. a lot, but if you think about it, that's a ton and ton and ton of games. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. I did not see that, but that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, 4%. So it's just mind-boggling. That's that. Uh, that's that. But, yeah, he mean him and Bob are like, uh, they're really good friends too. So um, it's like, you know, they're both getting up there. So it's sad to see Vin go. And I hope our Mr. Baseball keeps going as long as he can. Cause uh, for me, it's even more nostalgic coming, living in Milwaukee and going to the County stadium when I was a kid and meeting Euchre uh, just one time. So uh, yeah, those guys are just, you know, the number one baseball announcers of many generations. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, one, one more thing about uh, uh, Scully before we, we, we move on. Um, I went back and listened to his call uh, a couple days ago about, so he called uh, uh, Sandy Koufax's perfect game in, I believe it was 64, I want to say. And I listened to the his call of the la, the last uh, half inning, and it was like he was painting a picture. It was absolutely incredible, and I I had not heard a lot of Vin Scully. I I knew I know who he is. Obviously, I hear him during national games, really, but. Going back and listening to that 64, him calling the perfect game was just, I mean, I was in awe. I mean, he just, like I said, it it was painting a picture. It was, he wasn't calling a game. He was, it was so much more than that. And I, I feel like we're, we're losing that in baseball. And like you said, Ben, the, we're almost at a point where these guys are one once. I mean, Euchre's really, he's still calling games. I think he's the only one. I mean, here, Gary's been dead for years now. And it's baseball, baseball. I mean, we can touch on this a lot more. But we're not going to today. I mean, baseball's losing something with losing those guys. It really is, I feel like. Yes, I totally agree. Um, yeah, and Vince Scully, just real quick, too. Yeah, he did three perfect games, I think. He did Sandy Koufax. He did Don, uh, was it Don Larson? And... He did the Don Larson game, yep. And then Dennis Martinez, I think, yes, was a three. Um, I did learn one other crazy thing about Ben Scully. So, like you were talking about, to keep, you know, the how he just kind of painted a picture of the game and whatnot. And he, you know, he never really got super duper excited. Like Kirk Gibson was probably the most excited he ever got in a broadcast, you know, when he hit that home run. 
Um, but I found out today too, watching just a ton of Vince Kelly stuff that like those big plays, he'd turn around and announce it. He didn't want to see it, especially like, uh, games, if it wasn't a Dodger game, like if he's doing football or baseball or basketball or something like that, he would turn around those big moments. So then he wouldn't get caught up in those moments and inflect his huh. voice and, and they kind of like take away from your own emotion. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing, but. No, I, that, I that's incredible it. to hear. I mean, yeah. So just imagine, like, I mean, he he literally did that for Hank Aaron's 715th home run that he called. When he hit it, he turned around and wow. announced it. So wow, yeah, just those little things. It's like it's just it's crazy. But yes, losing him and losing those big names, uh, it's going to be a dark day in baseball for for uh, announcing and having those 50 plus years of baseball. All right, um, we'll move on to the other just le- – legend just isn't a- enough word for Bill Russell and what he did not only for basketball, but just after his career and during his career, what he did, he sat with Muhammad Ali and – Jim Brown and Kareem when uh, Muhammad Ali announced that he was not going to go to Vietnam. 13 titles in 15 years. People talk about records that are never going to be broken again. I can promise you no one ever is going to win 13 titles in 15 years. It's not going to happen. That's in any sport. Yeah. You know, across the board. It's and that's a not, team, not just as an individual, you know, too as well, 13. Yeah. Two, uh, so a uh, little backstory. So he won two with the San Francisco Doms. Um, won 55 collegiate games in a row. Um, UCLA is with the, uh, their wooden dynasty is the only one that's ever done that before. And then 11 out of 13 years with the Boston Celtics, the only two titles they won or lost were to pop Bob Pettit and the, uh, St. Louis Hawks, I believe they were yet. That was before they moved to to Atlanta. And then in 67, they lost to the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. He was, what was the number? 29 and nothing in game sevens. I believe we brought this up last podcast I want to say didn't we uh, maybe. I don't remember I being don't in remember. there I don't yeah. know I, I that's still okay. a nuts maybe, stat you know. maybe we didn't but just in absolutely insane I'll, I'll let you guys take it from here but well he's one of those dudes it's like what do you even say like where do you start like he was a uh... He was an intellectual, 
you know, and he didn't score a lot. Like he wasn't one of those dudes like going out and scoring sixty. I don't know that he even could, <laughs> but but he. I I, I want to say thirty two was his all yeah. was his career high. Like yeah, and he probably shot like thirty six percent too. You know it, but he probably also had like. 27 rebounds and 15 blocks. Yeah. It, dudes don't play like that anymore. Like, that's where I liked guys like him. And I guess as a newer example, Ben Wallace. You know, the, yeah, the guy couldn't shoot, but he's in the Hall of Fame. You know, what else do you need Thomas to Rodman. know? Yep, exactly. I, I love that kind of game. That kind of like. I don't need to score. I don't need to be able to score if I'm creating opportunities for my teammates to do so. I just love that that game. Yeah. Um, with Bill Russell, he also like he won an Olympic gold medal as well. You know, just to pile it on. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, uh, if I remember correctly, he was the first ever to average 20 rebounds for a season. And that was his rookie season, um, which is pretty crazy. But, yeah, like you said, he just wasn't, he wasn't that flashy, um, going to drive and throw it down your throat or, you know, hit threes or anything like that. It was just all about what can I do to make everybody else around me better, um, and I'll do everything pretty much but score um so yeah i mean he he was he's a living legend um for not just sports but just for culture and and the world um and yeah it was uh really awesome to see that picture i know uh, when he passed of him and muhammad ali uh sitting at that table just again showing that he's was one of those founding fathers of let's do what's right uh for everybody so mm-hmm. He'll be missed in more ways than one. Yeah. All-time great. Yes. Uh, yeah, two all-time greats that we had to say goodbye to. Um, it, unless you guys have anything to add, we're going to move on to some uh, baseball here. We had the trade deadline happen on Tuesday, and – the one I don't want to start with, but we're going to, was uh, Josh Hader being moved to the Padres for two major leaguers and two prospects. I've heard mis- mixed things about what people think about what they got back for him. From what I've seen they got a pretty good deal back, but I didn't think they were going to move him at the deadline. I, I thought he was going to be moved at the end of the season. How this affects the Brewers going forward, um, again, small sample size, but they've lost all four games since Hader got moved. Again, is that a coincidence? Is that something is that nothing i have no idea ben do you have any do you want to start us off on your thoughts about the hitter trade 
Yeah, um, I've kind of been all over the place with it because, yeah, one, uh, just to, to hear that he was on the trading block Sunday or whatever, uh, just rumors, I thought that was kind of interesting, didn't think anything of it. And then Monday when he got moved, uh, I was kind of shocked. Um, but, yeah, what we got back at the time I thought was okay. Um, yeah, we got Rodgers and uh, Lament as those major leaguers. Um, that Esteri Ruiz, he's supposed to be, if he can pan out, um, what he's been doing in the minors has been pretty impressive. So he has 60 stolen bases this year, so he's fast. Um, I don't know if anybody has that close to uh, 60 in the majors. So yeah, I thought it'd no be no way. Uh, yeah. So no, if you uh, get to 30 in the majors, that's for yeah, this season that's impressive. This so. day and age, yeah, 30. So yeah, he's so yeah. We had those prospects, so. I thought, you know, whatever, we have Williams, we have some other good pitching that can kind of fill in those gaps. Um, but then when I started seeing everyone was getting designated for assignments um, for those major leaguers, I was like, okay, so why did we, why did we take them if we're not going to actually use them? Um, so I'm kind of back and forth on the move. Um, I really, 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 really thought we needed a bat. Um, and all we did is go out and just got pitching pretty much um, I, I i agree with you there ben i if we would have gotten just one bat. back in the trade i would have felt a lot better about it but. yes like an eric hosmer or you know because i know he he got shipped out that day too you know was was he on the no trade his no trade list though because that's what i've heard he might have been on ours i know the Na- the nationals is where he was supposed to go but he was on that was a no trade yeah team um so then he went to I don't even remember where he went right now. Now I'm trying to think of it. Um, Boston, maybe I think he went to Boston. No, Boston. he didn't go to Boston. I don't I know. That was, yeah. So, but yeah, but still, it's just like you know, get something bad, bring back uh, Grisham. You know, like Trent Grisham. Something like he's he's not like a, a star on their team, but he's a bat. He's familiar with Milwaukee. I don't know, just something back that we can have a bat in the lineup instead of all this pitching that we got and. Uh, yeah, watching those Pirates games, it's just like, um, how many games did we lose at the end? Two out of three? And if we had maybe Hader in there, it could have been changed. But again, we'll never know. Um, I just hope that this pans out uh, to be a good thing, and uh, or at least uh, something we might not miss, which is going to be hard to say, um, because Hader was a stud, and... Uh, when we talked a couple of weeks ago, we knew we knew we were talking about him on a slide. You know, he's he was having some bad games, but just um, mixed emotions here. Understand it, but wanted that bat. Yes, I I I couldn't put it better myself. There, I I mean, I understand the trade. I understand why you do it, but you got to bring a bat in, man. Oh. Yeah. Yep, and Nervias and Wong were on the trading block too. You know, if anything, throw one of those guys in there to get another bat back. If you're gonna, you know, if you want to get rid of them, you know, like there's plenty of ways. I thought we could still get a bat. Um, you know, and I know we're gonna talk about the Padres soon, but you know, they got every bat now, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> um, can we get one? No, but we'll see. We're a small market team. We knew we couldn't hold on to them money wise. We only had a year contract left with haters, so. It is what it is. 
Well, and I think is this is actually going to turn out better for kind of like what both teams are trying to do this year. Um, there's a quote I had to go find it. It was in the San Diego Union Tribune. Uh, Hater said about uh, in an interview after he's traded. He says the atmosphere here, San Diego, is that they want to win. And not just go to the playoffs, but win a World Series. <laughs> Which mm. <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing that the other day, being like, "Ooh, ooh, little, little shady there. A little throw a little shade at the Brewers because that just seems to kind of be like the 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 path they always seem to go." Which I mean, hey man, that's I guess how you build a winning franchise. But it, how many times can you watch a team that's loaded you know lose to a team like the Dodgers and the, or the Braves in the playoffs every year it, it I could yeah. see as a member of the team it would get very frustrating particularly if you're a guy who's you know like high tier like Josh Hader is like what am I doing here if we're just making the playoffs and never winning it so I mean it works for him I and as far as the bats I just don't think San Diego would have been willing to get rid of any of the bats they had. You could see, you saw they already got more. They went and got Juan Soto. You know, they were, they're piling on. So I don't know if, at least with San Diego, I don't know if they'd have been willing to give up the the kind of bat that, that Milwaukee would have wanted back for a guy like Hader. And, you know, Ruiz will probably turn out. He was like, uh, rookie really good rookie last year was it uh two think, two years two ago, years think, ago but, yeah he was yeah. like rookie of the year in the running or something like that you know so he could still turn out i don't like i like you guys are saying i don't know if he's going to help this year and like same with the relievers you know they i guess they need middle relief but <laughs> i mean and now more than ever if they're not going to have hater so i mean i like the trade i thought it was great I, I like the trade too, and I, I what one more point I I guess I'll make on that is, I guess seeing the, I I don't know if there was a, I I think Brewers fans thought that there was more trade value for Hater than the rest of the league did, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, I I I see that I can see that. Just from what we got back and from the – I know baseball negotiations are more private generally than NFL or NBA, but there wasn't a lot of talk. I don't know, Ben, if, did you hear any, like, talk about the hater trade beforehand? Or I it was um, a lot of – it was a little quiet, and I, I guess – do you agree with me that I guess the the trade value wasn't exactly there like I think the Brewers thought it might be? Yeah, like I said, I heard about it like the day before, but it was just kind of like a a rumor, you know. It wasn't even like I didn't feel like it was had anything warranted besides just hey, let's throw something big out there and see what happens. So, um, but yeah, so I didn't. I don't think it was a. A big it's discussed thing, you know. I think it was just like a twenty-four hour cycle. It happened. At least that's what the public thinks. I don't know behind the scenes. Who knows? But that's I didn't hear anything about it really. Yeah, and just throwing this out there, if you look at Taylor Rogers 
and like his stats right now, like I re- if I I swear it was him, he actually start like kind of like Hater started the season really well and then was kind of struggling recently. Their stats are almost the same. Like uh, Hater's got a four point one ERA with twenty nine saves out of thirty eight tries, and Rogers has four four point two five ERA and 28 saves out of 43 tries. Save percentage isn't as good, but, I mean, how much are you really losing by going down to that? I mean, he's probably still, what, a top 10 closer in the league? So, and the Brewers probably don't even have to use him to close. They could use, uh, what's, uh, Devin Williams? Devin Williams and Mm -hmm. use Taylor in the eighth or vice versa. Yeah, use him as a setup, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I think... I, I don't, you know, oh my God, we lost Josh Hader. It seems to be like the overarching thing. And it's like, it's not like they didn't get somebody they can't use instead. Like they had, they had Devin Williams. They were prepared to use him last year in the playoffs, if I recall correctly. And then he broke his hand. And then he broke his hand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that turned out to be a huge <laughs> problem, you know? So they have, they, yeah, Josh Hader's great and all, but how, I don't, think they're losing as much as people seem to think that they are like i i don't think jason i agree with you i don't think they are either and i i i think they'll be fine i the 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 one the thing that worries me i guess the most is not having him for that ninth inning of a potential game seven in the division series or game six or seven of a potential saving series in the championship series. But other than that, I think, I mean, well, how, what, how has he done in those situations already? Like, not, I don't think he's necessarily not as great as you would think. Exactly. So I don't know that he's, if, if anything, I mean, the results are inconclusive. You, we don't really have an answer where to, what he would do there. So what's the difference, <laughs> you know, at this point? Yeah. All right. Um, so moving on to another smaller market team that we've been talking about kind of with the Brewers in this, um, the Padres get, get the hater trade and then swing for, uh, Juan Soto, they were they're twelve games behind the Dodgers. Obviously, are not going to win the division. But you look at those two teams. If they match up in a seven game series, I think that's a lot more even than the Dodgers want to feel comfortable about. I don't know if that's just me, but. Man, the Padres made some moves, and they've got Soto for this year, and I believe two years after that, they've got Hater for this year and next year. They are not, they are not uh, shying back from going after the Dodgers this year and in the years to come. Yeah, I mean, I, well, here's the thing: is I don't, I don't 
uh, I guess I they still have to make this work, right? Like, okay, cool, they got some pieces. They still have to make it work. And granted, they're probably not going to miss the playoffs. They're nine games up ahead of San Francisco, who's the last team, you know, first team out right now. So they'd have to, you know, they'd have to really, really throw up all over themselves to miss the playoffs at this point. So really what they're they're building up for the playoff run. I don't know that they're better than the Dodgers still. Like, I still think the Dodgers are probably the better team here. I agree with you, but I think it's a lot closer than it was three days ago. If you, well, you, yeah. you'll agree with me there. Yes, I, I mean, you don't add a guy like yeah. Juan Soto and be like, yeah, this is they're not any better. Like that, obviously. But I mean, the Dodgers have been. That's the thing. The Dodgers have been doing what San Diego's doing right now. The Dodgers did like five years ago. And have been able to maintain it the and have been doing time. it ever exactly. since. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I see what they're doing, and if they can get keep these guys signed and not do some brain dead bullshit like give Mike Trout four hundred million dollars, you know, if they're not mortgaging the entire future of their franchise on some of these dudes going forward, then we can see them, you know, press the Dodgers in the years to come, but I, this year, I, I don't know, man. I just don't know. What do you think, Ben? Um, well, I think they're going to be in the playoffs. Um, that's going to, they're going to be a wild card. They'll get in. Um, I mean, I can't remember a team going out like this and getting all these players in recent memory. Can right, you guys? Not, like, not this hard, right? Not, I mean, like, you got Hader, you got Josh Bell, you got Juan Soto, you got Brandon Jury. You know, you get Fernando Tess, Tatis back in like a week or two. That's right, Tatis. I forgot about Tatis. He not played all year. They still got Manny Machado. Manny Machado's still slugging. You got, I mean, that whole lineup is just crazy right now. It's just like you said, though, the Dodgers are still better, and I think the one big thing about the Dodgers is still I think their starting pitching is still a lot better than the Padres. Um, But, again, who knows? The Bats, seven games, uh, I don't know what could happen. I mean, if if they meet up, it's going to be fun to watch, I think. Right. It's Um, more like the the Padres are just going to have to work harder for their runs than the Dodgers will. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're they went all in. Like I said, I've not seen someone go all in like that in a long time. So, um, and yeah, Juan Soto, uh, he'll probably be the first five hundred million dollar contract guy when that uh, when that actually happens. Because uh, I bet you they'll sign him before next year for a long term deal. Um, do you, Do you think he's the first five hundred million dollar player? Yeah, I think he is. I think he turned down that what four hundred and forty some million. Yeah, from the Nationals, I think they're gonna. I, I think he'll get the five hundred million. It'll be ludicrous, but I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. And then they're gonna be mediocre for the rest of the rest of his contract, just like the Angels, just like every other big contract person. I feel mm-hmm. like they never pan out to make. Who's that the other guy? It, Who's the guy in Philly? I mean. Who's the guy in Philly right now? I can't, I can never. Bryce Harper? Yes. Thank you. I always forget his name. Yeah. That same thing. Bryce Harper's amazing. Yeah. Philly's 56 and 48. 
<laughs> you know, and then you leave, they're, and they're... then they win, and then the national win a championship <laughs> right. that year. <laughs> That's the worst part. I don't care about the money. Yeah. You might never win anything, and your team did without you, the best player. <laughs> oh, really? All we had to do was get rid of our best player, and we could win a World Series. Done. It's crazy. Ba- baseball had their trade deadline. Uh, Ben, you got any major moves for us? Uh, Luis Castillo uh, moved from the Reds, and I who got him? I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Who was who? Which one? I'm sorry. Uh, Luis Castillo. Uh, where did he go? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't remember again. There's so many trades; it was just ridiculous. I especially that Soto trade took over everything. It's like. <laughs> Castillo is on the is on the Mariners. Thank you. That yes. that's what that's that was the other thing I was gonna bring up. Uh, we had talked about the Mariners last time and, <laughs> and struck out eight Yankees in his first start, according to yes. MLB.com. Uh, but the Mariners again are another team that are going for it, and good for them to bring another arm and. Again, they're very well positioned to get one of those three wild cards, so and break the longest playoff streak in in uh, sport in North America sports, right? I believe it is. At this I'm point. not. I'm not 100 sure. I mean, it's it's close. I can't remember last time they were. In I think the it was. 2001, I think it was the last time they made it. So, yeah, which I think was like, a record year too. Was it a record year for wins or something? They had a lot of wins that year. Yeah, they it, right. They was that like was the year they won uh, 116. Yep, yeah, I believe so. Yep. But yeah. Uh, yeah, they have the according to the analyst, uh, 20 seasons. They've gone the longest drought among all teams in the four major American sports leagues. Jesus. Yeah, that's a long time, man. I felt that sounds like a Packers fan though. The first twenty years of my or first like you know from the seventies on. <laughs> well, they had the Seahawks in there. They had a couple good runs with the no. Seahawks. I'm I'm saying like yeah, like there's a lot. There's not many teams that'll just go like dead, you know, flat like oh. that for so many years. And yeah, like, I mean maybe the Lions has got to be close. I don't know. I feel like the they Detroit made Lions. the playoffs in the last like ten years, though. They like snuck in as a wild card one year, like a six nine and one, or yeah. not six nine, no one or six, but something like yeah, eight 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 and eight team or something weird like that. <laughs> Probably, but yeah, twenty years is a super long time. So yeah, I hope they get in. Unfortunately, Orioles aren't going to be getting in because mm. no, the Orioles they traded the they traded everybody. Or a lot yeah. of like Mancini and some others, Anderson. So, yeah, and they're only two games out of the wild card. But that the I think it's just that division now is yeah. they're not even getting close. So unfortunately, but well, that's well, crazy. Cool they're, they're three games over the Orioles. Are three games over five hundred, and they're still last place in that division. That is just yes. bonkers. That yeah. that's insane. That's a tough decision. Is insane. So, and they're just like, uh, screw it. This year we'll just trade. We're like we're still in guys. fifth, and we're doing the best ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the best we ever done. So unfair. What the hell? And then, right. meanwhile, the White Sox can't seem to convince enough people they're terrible. 
<laughs> They're within two games of the. Well, Larusa uh... sleeps through games now, so it's fine. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. that was no, a... I did not. Yeah, it, uh, I don't know if you know what Deadspin is. It's a yeah. sports. They had a picture of him and he's sleeping on the wall in the dugout, and it's in oh, the, it cap- <laughs> and it captioned, "It's okay, buddy. We need all. Everyone needs naps." You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the second inning. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, that's yeah. Great. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, anything else? Uh, I got one more note Note before we move on. Um, Kentucky and Gonzaga basketball have agreed to a home-and-home. Home. They're going to play Ooh. in Gonzaga this year and then at Kentucky next year. Uh, they have only played one other time, and that was in uh, 2000 was the only time that Gonzaga and Kentucky have ever played each other. And they're doing a home and home, which is, I, I, I love those stories. They're, they're cool. Um, and very, uh, should be a very interesting, uh, mid season, uh, showdown between what should be on paper, two top 10 teams. So, Yeah, damn right, good. Gonzaga's really need to start booking some high-end schools. I've been saying this for a really long time. Gonzaga's got to show me something. Like, you're never going to win a national championship. No one wants to play Gonzaga, though. That's the thing. Well, well, yeah. (laughs) You got to get off the West Coast. Yeah, they got to figure something out, man. They got to get out of that conference. If they can't get out of that shitty conference, they're never going to win a national championship. It's just never going to happen. And they're going to be the team that's gotten there and lost. There they have. Yeah, exactly. They're just like many times. They're just going to keep doing it. Yeah, which is sad. You want that? Te- you want that school and that team though to win something. They've been good for so long, and all right, Fear's been there forever, making the you know that small school just be on the national spotlight, but. Like you said, even if they move to like the Pac-10 or whatever that's going to be, mm-hmm. the Pac-8, the Pac-30, whatever is happening <laughs> with all these moves, which we'll talk about down the road probably in football, you know, like, but yeah, so like, even they move to like any of those power fives, I mean, it's going to be tough, but at least you're going to be playing that competition. Or like you said, Jason's. You got to schedule tougher teams. Maybe not Kentucky. Yeah, that's anyone a... tougher. Like a North Carolina State. Like, you know, anybody who is in those ACTs, Big Ten, just somebody. Like, mm-hmm. you got to get those on the schedule. You can't yeah. play – you can't play San Francisco, University of San Francisco and then go play Idaho. And, you know, like, those are not teams that are going to prove anything. It's just going to make you, hey, they won 30 games in a row again. Okay, who'd they play? Nevada twice. Oh well, yeah. Okay, great. We're in the conference, you know. So, yeah, yeah. They're playing like two tournament, two to two to four tournament teams a year, in their regular season. Like, come on, man. Meanwhile, like teams like Miami, perennially go perennially seem to go like eighteen and twelve in the ACC, just grinding it out. And it's like I don't know if they're good enough. You know, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, 
or like you know big t- like the Badgers last year went to Hawaii for a tournament and it was like it was all big teams every single one of them was there like at least go there and start playing you know yeah go to a tournament where all those big teams go play in Hawaii or the Caribbean or something um because yeah you got to get especially this day and age like uh strength of schedule that's huge mm-hmm. you know so get two more teams on that schedule and it's gonna bump you up and not make you guys look like oh yeah they're my little brother's really good at basketball, but when he gets to the varsity game, you know, he goes 0 for 12 and yeah. looks like he's never played basketball in his life. So, yeah. It's cool, though. I'm glad to, I'm glad that they're doing that uh, home and home. I didn't know about it, so that's cool. Mm. All right. Um, so... Any other sports news we got to get to, guys, before we get to the finally the mid the uh, well, I'll have uh, Jason introduce us to our big show that we got coming up, but finally we get to it. The big show, you must mean the uh, NFL training camp. The prediction division winners. That would be the one. And from the last couple days, a whole lot more than that also. So, yes. Yes. NFL season preview. Yeah. That would be the one. Um, Either of you guys want to start off, start us off with uh, Deshaun Watson? I mean, (laughs) what's there to say? (laughs) There's been so much said. It's just. How about screw that guy? Yeah. How about you shouldn't play anymore ever again? How about about the Browns shouldn't be even hiring people like that? The owners should be barred from the NFL for giving him $230 million. Guaranteed. Mm. What the hell? I saw the stats today, and they put on every year. That's this year he gets one point two million dollars, which I thought was really weird. One point two was this, and every year after that, fifty five million. Fifty five million dollars of the team. That's that salary cap is fifty five million of him every year. Yeah, that's what like sixty percent of their salary cap. Yeah, yeah. My goodness. Like they walk in the, the like locker room and like sixty percent of like the locker room's gonna be his and then everyone else is just gonna get that wow. corner because well, let's actually see. Let's see it. Now because now that you say it in those terms, I am curious what the percentage is. I think uh, it's oh, about thirty five percent, I wanna say. Because I'm th- I think I'm thinking of like salary cap from like twenty years ago. Yeah, they're not in like the eighty millions anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they're oh, in the hundred wow. sums. Yeah. yeah. Those owners gonna make money, Jason. Oh my! I mean, they got. Well, the Cleveland Browns today. only have 168. So yeah, it's about a third yeah. of the entire salary. A third. A third of the entire salary yeah. next year is gonna be taken up by Deshaun Watson's gross ass. That's great. From from a guy who might not play the, this year and did not play last year. Mm. So two years out of football in a way too. See. The, the the reason I brought this up is, and I wanted you guys to start there because, um, context. Uh, 
Deshaun Watson only got six games uh, suspension currently. The Roger Goodell, who let's not lie, let's not lie <coughs> to <here>, guys. <coughs> Sorry. Um, Goodell knew he was going to make this decision, even if he had someone else making it first. She gave him six games. He wanted a year. He's going to get closer to a year. Deshaun Watson and his lawyers may counter sue. Can we just can we just agree not to talk about Deshaun Watson for the rest of the year? Yeah, I mean, can we unless, do that unless like something horrible. Well, yeah, unless well, yeah. I mean, if he dies or you know, that's not right. But like, if something awful happens to him and karmatic retribution and uh, his entire world crumbles yes i would love to speak of that yeah we could do a whole show on that yeah but, all right um i was gonna say one other thing about that i lost my train of thought um but uh yeah the thing with roger goodell too i don't like the man because he's just he makes poor decisions and the nfl is always reactive not proactive mm-hmm. you know any other corporation in america's gonna have something about you shouldn't go into those massage parlors and put your penis where it's not supposed to be you know like <laughs> you don't have to tell people that they just know it so right the Texans well, too like it's just you know they're part of it too they're the ones that supplied the rooms and the masseuses for them so it's just like one big circle jerk and the other thing too is like you said how roger goodell had that judge robinson make the decision of six games and now he's making a, the district attorney for New Jersey make a decision on this appeal. It's like, just make your own decision, man. Mm. Like, just do it. It's ridiculous. I just, the whole thing baffles me. Like, the part that baffles me the most about this entire thing is that any team is even hiring him or offering him anything. The fact yes. that the Browns hired him I mean, let alone the absolute, like, batshit insanity that is his contract. <laughs> let That aside, like, why even hire this guy? Like, the Texans had him last year and made him sit. <laughs> right? They could have won games with him. They and they're paid like, You're him. Not playing. Right? They You're paid not him playing. to stay home be like, no, You're not get coming out of here. here. to be a distraction. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. It's just it amazing. Ridiculous. And now you look at the Carolina Panthers who are just like, oh, we'll take Baker Mayfield. All right. Yeah. And we got Sam Darnold. I mean, we could probably make a core, real quarterback uh, between the two of these. We got dudes. two quarterbacks that can make one quarterback now. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> right. We're getting all the right pieces like a Frankenstein quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, they just got to get Ryan Fitzpatrick in there, and then they're good. And then, like, uh, Joe Montana, Aaron Rodgers, some kind of brain in there, too, that <laughs> wants to win. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just crazy. Um, that organization, that, yeah, the Browns should just be shut down. Yeah, it's, I don't get poor, it. Poor, poor decisions. And the fact that they came out, too, and said, we've been – at our own private eyes, if that's saying this for six months and we didn't find anything, I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. You found nothing? He just paid 25, 25 women money because they just 
did nothing. Nothing happened. And that's not why you gave him all that money up front. It wasn't so he could just turn around and give that money to all the women that are accusing him of being inappropriate. It wasn't for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. No, that's why you're no. only paying him a million dollars this year and fifty million dollars next year. Yeah, I guess. just like the Texans did. They settled with all those women, and their statement was. How much? Or why'd you settle? We just want to make sure everybody's doing the right thing, and we love women, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh god, again, just the whole thing is a big, uh, just a big shit show. Unfortunately, you know, it's just it's uh, something that we don't, like you said, we're not going to talk about the rest of the year. No, nope. unless unless not the plane goes down to. or something. <laughs> yeah. So another another quarterback that got uh, paid was. Uh... Kyler Murray from the Arizona Cardinals uh, finally got his extension after, what, a year, year and a half of going back and forth here. And uh, the terms were, was it five for 233, if I want to say off the top of my head? Yes, I want to say it's, it's got to be, I don't know exactly, it's got to be close to that, yeah. Yeah, it's but, slightly more than Aaron Rodgers or something. Like yeah. But the weird thing about that one was he had – they rescinded it from his contract, but he had the uh, stipulation that he – was to tell the team or inform the team that he studied four hours a week? Yep. And then it got rescinded and – but – everyone knows it's still out there and just really weird when it happened and I still don't fully understand it. Um, well, he, can, guys... he can't play Call of Duty anymore during the, <laughs> during the season is basically what it boils down to. I heard he plays a lot of video games and that's what's taken away from him maybe learning more of the playbook or just studying more. Um, because for me, I looked it up and I was like, "What is his record as a starting quarterback?" Do you he's guys know? Great the first two months of the season. Because he's below five hundred as a starter. Oh, I think last yeah. time I looked, he was like twenty two, twenty three, and one or something like that. So again, giving that guy that much money, and you have to put a clause in there that you can't be ten years old. You've got to be a, a professional who's getting paid. 40 some million dollars a year um it's just ridiculous like i mean i i think it's, it's just baffling that that, <laughs> that he has to be told that or it has to be written in a contract and like and if he doesn't do that what happens like that's the other thing like i want to know what happens it's got to be just kind of funny you know like we take your xbox away no i'm not playing sunday <laughs> like you know like what is what is the stipulation like what you don't get paid? I mean, that'd be insane. Um, but, yeah, five years, 200 some million dollars. Um, the other funny thing I was going to mention about his salary is, you know how he got drafted by the A's, right? Oakland A's yep. for baseball? Yep. And then he chose football. Um, right now, so next year when his, I think it's $46 million, what will be his salary? That is only $2.5 million less than the Athletics' whole team salary right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Which is insane. 
So he was going to go there and play for minor, you know, minor league money, basically. Not get a big con. I think he's. I think actually he was going to get a five million dollar contract if he signed the days, and then if he didn't turn by a certain day, he's basically declaring for a draft. But yeah, so forty six million this year, and the A's are uh, forty eight point five million is their salary for their team. So, going back to baseball for just a second, um, A's. You wonder why you're going to lose your team? Maybe spend a little bit more on your team? Well, they need a stadium. That's the biggest thing. I understand they need a stadium, and the city's not going to pay for it. Yeah. There's another champion in town that they take care of there, so they don't need to pay attention to the little A's. They got to pay attention to the Warriors. So The Warriors aren't even in the... Their stadiums were right across the street last time I was there. Granted, five years ago, but they're right across the street. Uh, they're in San Francisco now. Yeah, now they've moved. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But again, I mean, if you see the stadiums, Paul, it's like it's a 15-minute drive. It's not far. Okay. Um, I, I've never been out to the area, so I Yeah, no so idea, that's but... the funny thing. Like, you go to the Oakland A Stadium, and it's literally like going to – a death camp. It literally is terrible. It looks horrible. And then across the street is this was this beautiful arena where the Warriors played, you know? So yeah, they need to spend money. Um but you know, I mean Kyler Murray could just buy the buy them all out right now if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, why not? He's like, I'm not gonna play for a baseball team, I'm gonna own a baseball team. <laughs> um we had a uh, few receivers get some deals. Uh, uh, Sa- Samuel from uh, the 49ers got a three year deal. Uh, DK Metcalf signed a three year deal. Uh, what was the deal that went down today? It was a two year deal. I can't remember who it was for. Receiver? Yes. I thought there was another receiver that got a deal today. Could be wrong. Hmm. I wasn't looking up. Well, let's see. Today, you said? Within the last couple days. It was a two-year deal, I want to say. It wasn't one of the bigger names. Oh. <clears throat> the Steelers, Deion, Deontay Johnson. Got De- Deontay Johnson, deal. that was yeah. the one. Yeah. Two years, 36.7. Uh, but receiver money, again, floating around there. Uh, quarterback money is, is what it is at this point. I mean, it's you're not going to change that. It's kind of weird though if you're like if you're any other if you're not if you're in any one of those other like positions it's like you got to be that the top top person and you're getting that money and everyone else just kind of gets the you know like it's it's still crazy that obviously the quarterback you know offense and quarterbacks and receivers are getting you know mad skrilla just nuts how much money they're getting right now yeah and running backs are getting paid any nothing because they're just no longevity anymore um, before we get to the predictions, uh, we did have actual football going on today. Mm-hmm. Kind of. If you call preseason football on. actual football. 
But yeah. Uh Raiders looks like they're gonna win twenty seven to eleven against Jaguars in the uh Hall of Fame game. Um and that actually went that was the first game in eight years to go over the uh point to Vegas point total. So that's something. And the uh, Raiders did that themselves, actually. They didn't even need the Jaguars' help, so. Crazy. That's something. Yeah, I mean, the season's officially started in a way. It's first preseason game, so. Uh, Packers have their family night tomorrow night, and then uh, Packers' first preseason game is Friday night against... 49ers. Niners. Thank you, Ben. Mm-hmm. I Niners. never pay attention to the preseason, so I had to look it up, too. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, Packers have Niners, uh, Saints, and the Chiefs. And the Chiefs is that third game. I I guess, did, did either of you guys notice? So the... What it was in the past was the third game, preseason game, was usually the uh, game that the starters played a little bit. Mm-hmm. Down to three, I don't remember it changing a lot last year. Was it the still the third game? Was it the second game that – I know Rodgers didn't really play at all last year. Yeah. It was a third game, I think, because they the fourth game that they used to have is now the week off before the season. So yeah. it's still kind of the same thing. They wanted to get them in on the third game and then basically take that week off for the season. So they just built it in the NFL basically. So Yeah. One of the nine thousand th- you know, one of the one of the things they did right, basically, out of all the other screw ups. But yeah, it's it's so yeah, basically if Rogers plays, you think he will because he's got so much new talent around him. It's like you gotta, I, I think, I think you gotta he play. will just to make sure or two. can get uh, on page with those guys. I agree. Um, any other notes before we get to some uh, uh, predictions here, guys? No. I had I just had one question for Jason. Um, mm. What about them Dolphins? What about them? Two Tonga Bailoa MVP. No, Most I'm talking about the quarterback. Charges. Oh, I <laughs> wouldn't know anything about that. Sir. Oh, good. I Sounds certainly like a wasn't true tampering. Fan. I certainly wasn't tampering, and I okay. just, <laughs> whatever. I'm glad I'm talking to Toshi Strobel, not Jason, because so, that was what they're looking for. And I'll see you you can get the money. <laughs> no, uh, I just thought it was interesting. Uh, that it was like the NFL basically said it was the most egregious tampering of all time. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear that. Like Roger oh, Goodell man. said it was like it wasn't even like even like they didn't even try to hide anything. It was just as blatant as can be. Oh boy. So oh, not that I mean they got our first round draft pick taken away, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, what did you guys do? Or like 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 Roger Dell walks in the office, and they're like in the middle of something right on the wall. Whoa, like, Mm-mm-mm. get out of here. You know, like it just <laughs> it just seems uh, I just thought it was interesting. I'm like, what did they I didn't really look into it, but to be the most egregious is pretty impressive. So 
Yeah, I, I, I don't think tanking is appropriate. I just, I, I've always felt that way. You know, you always try to win the games, right? I mean, that'd be the problem. <laughs> made, is a, with... made a lottery because of tanking. So. Yeah, <laughs> you and know, like that's the yeah. well, that's the thing. Like, how how do you fix it for those teams in the middle? Like, look at. Uh, yeah then the lottery doesn't fix it either. Look at what no. happened to the Milwaukee Bucks in the Brandon Jennings era, where they would slip into the playoffs like every year as an eight seed and just get absolutely boat raced out. Like, you don't belong yeah. here. Get yeah. out of here. And they could never get a good draft pick. Kind of like the, they're like the Gonzaga of NBA basketball. <laughs> they can win and get there, but then all of a sudden it's just it's like, what are you doing here? Go home. Where's my mom? Yeah. Come on, we're playing a game here. The the adults are playing. Go, yes. home, you go home. Yeah, streetlights are on. Get the hell out of here. But yeah, there's. I mean, so it's tough. I get why tanking exists because to be a seven and nine team, or I guess what seven and ten, or an eight and nine team in the NFL these days is kind of like, well, what are you doing? You'd almost have to do what they do in baseball and just like trade away all your talent, yep. you know, and just like sell the farm and yep. hope you can get some prospects and some draft picks and do it that way. I mean, what's the difference then? Like, if you're not doing that, if you're not tanking. You know, like literally trying to lose, and you're not straight just selling off all your talent. What are you really doing then? What what other recourse do you have? You know, if you're just going to win six games every year, I get it. It's just I don't have the solution. I'm not an NFL coach. I say, per, you know, develop your talent more and win win with what you got. Just go undefeated. It's the easiest way to. Oh, you know, just win the games. <laughs> just win the game, yeah. Oh, so you never have to worry about it. Try to do that like every games. time. Yeah. Dude, did, did a famous, didn't a famous coach once say, uh, "You play to win the games." Yeah, his name is Herm Edwards. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Okay, you yeah. play to win the game. Yep, correct. All right, so. Um, we're going to move on here unless uh, you guys got anything else. We're going to mm-hmm. predict who's going to actually win some games this year. Um, we're going to start. We're going to start with from the top. So we're going to go uh, AFC East. Uh, Dolphins won the division last year. Um, I don't see any reason. Uh, what? No, the Bills won the division. Yeah, the Bills. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I was like, what year is this? Is Marino playing? Not to prop your ego up a little bit, there, Jason. I know. I I was waiting for Jason to lose his mind. I was going to be like, where was I? I I was like, because you said it. I was like, yeah, Dolphins division. Wait, no, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. And then Jason woke up from the dream. The Buffalo Bills won the division last year. I don't see any reason why they're not going to win it this year. I think the Patriots are going to be competitive because they still have Bill Belichick. And as much as I don't 
know about Mac Jones yet. I think he's in the perfect situation for the type of quarterback he is and what Belichick wants him to do. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to be competitive. I think they're going to push the Patriots for the second spot in that division, and the Jets are going to be the Jets for a couple more years at least. I have got the Bills winning that division. So AFC East goes to the Bills. Uh, anyone want to re- refute me there? Um, I, think you're, I think you're dead on. <laughs> I feel I, like the Bills are going to win it, you know, and then the Jets are going to be at the bottom, and then it just depends on New England and the Miami. They'll be in the mix for sure. Um, I just don't. I just don't think anyone's going to really compete with the Bills. No, the Bills got you. You're right. The Bills got the division. I, I don't know if it's just my old child's heart, but I do think the Dolphins are actually going to play really well this year. I, I, I mean, they went nine and eight last year, man. Like it's not. They were like, not a bad team last no, year. No, like, and if they can get the two thing figured out, they get they got him Tyree Kill. You know they're. They're doing the thing. They got that coach, uh, McDaniel. It, I, I just I feel like they're going to come out hot and, and they could make some, you know, they win They win one more game and they make the playoffs instead of the Patriots. Yep. So, um, it, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think the Dolphins are actually going to slip into that second spot in the AFC East, but I think, yeah, other than that, it's Bills at the top, Jets at the bottom. The one thing, though, Jason, you got to tell your boy Tyreek to stop talking because he's he's building up to, I think, a little too much. He has been doing a lot of Yeah, talking. You don't say that you now got the more accurate passer than Patrick Mahomes when the game hasn't started yet. You got, you got to just keep that on the back burner. But, yeah, I think, I mean, he's going to be a huge, a huge asset to them, and could push them over to the, like you said, one more game in their end. So, I, I recall Tua being a rather accurate passer at Alabama. Same. For sure. Yep. A couple of years ago, he was a very accurate passer at Alabama. But we just, like, again, Tyreek Hill, though, at least he can now bomb that out, you know. And mm. He did kind of put I, him on blast, and it's like, all right, now, now you got to be accurate in front of everybody. Yep. But maybe that's what he needs. You know, maybe that that'll push it over. We'll find out. <laughs> and about you know, we'll find out about eight, ten weeks from now. We'll find out how those dolphins are doing. Yeah. All right, uh, AFC North. We have. I think it's going to be the Ravens and the Bengals fighting it out. I. You think the Ravens are going to compete? I think it's the Bengals division lose as much as it pains me to say that because of their history. I do like their team. I really like their team, actually. I don't know what's going on with this Cleveland Browns team, and I think Pittsburgh, I I think they're gonna they're in for a rough season this year. I oh man, I don't I don't see them being good at all this year. I think it's the Bengals. 
I think it's going to be the Ravens pushing them. I do not have a good feeling about Pittsburgh this year. I don't what, know, guys. What, what do if Pitts think? What if Pittsburgh goes and trades for Jimmy G? That could change things. Because I that, heard that is a thing right now the last two days that since he's been uh, cleared to be traded and Trey knows it's his team that Pittsburgh is uh, one of those destinations they think he might go to. I could see that changing things for sure, but unless that happens. Yeah. For me, it's – I think it's the Bengals are going to be on top. I think they got better. Um, they're, they kind of solidified their line a little bit better. That was a big problem. Uh, Burrow is getting hit. Uh, after that, it's the Ravens, I think. I don't know if the Ravens got better, though. I mean, they shipped off Hollywood Brown on the draft and didn't tell Lamar Jackson. So – um, so, and Lamar's still waiting for money. So one one thing about that, what do you what do you guys feel about Lamar basically representing himself in this in this contract negotiation? I honestly fine. think that I don't know. I honestly think that you might want somebody who can negotiate. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that you bring him in for that for that one thing and that one thing only. Um. I, I just don't know if that's a good, you know, a good thing to do. Like, I feel like he's gonna lose out on stuff because of that. Um, yeah, that's a good point. You know, there's some of that overall. Some of that, yeah, some of that extra stuff you wouldn't get if you're you wouldn't know if yeah. your agent isn't some cutthroat dude. Yeah, like you gotta go out there and get like uh, who's who's To and everybody's Scott, whatever his name is. He was Drew Rosenhaus. Yeah, Scott Boris. There it is. Go out and just be getting money for everybody. Like you got to bring in, maybe not that shark, but somebody. I just feel bad that he's not going to know enough about it, and then just get screwed out of something, or can't you know, or can't play video games during the season or something like. (laughs) I don't know. Anything can happen. But yeah, I'd rather him have someone represent him. Right. Um, after sorry, after that, uh, it was it'd be the Browns and the Steelers. I really don't know either because Jacoby Brissett, if he's the starting quarterback, um, and if that doesn't work, Josh Rosen, and if that doesn't work, I don't even know who the next person is. But um, I just don't think if you don't have a quarterback, it's you're not going to get anywhere. You're done. Your defense is pretty good, but you got to have someone to throw the ball. So if you don't have that. They might be there right there with the Steelers trying to battle off that, that last place spot. Unless the Steelers, like I said, go out there and make a splash and get someone who can maybe lead the team for a year or two before Pickett, if that's where they're going uh, direction-wise, uh, steps in down the road. Jason? I mean, I, I think the Ravens actually come back. I think Lamar's going to do Lamar things. The things I hear, he's built, he's putting on weight. He's grinding it out. Like, I don't even dislike what he's doing with his agency like that. Granted, you're probably right. He is probably missing out on, like, 
some things because that he doesn't have that killer dude going in there and be like, sign my dude or he's out. But I think maybe that's just how Lamar is. Like, he doesn't give a shit if it's $300 million or $400 million he's getting. I don't think, I just think that's, that's him. You know, I think for a while his dad was representing him. And, like, they, he's just always done this a little differently. And that's sort of, doesn't that just feel like, like the Baltimore Ravens? Like, you know, the, the, the way the Ravens have, all, have been has always smacked of that unique feeling you sort of get the way the Steelers are just a differently run franchise. Not that they're the same, but like blue collar. Yeah. Well, it's, you, you work for it. Yeah. You prove yourself. They have a more personal relationship with their players than yeah. it seems like a lot of franchises do. Green Bay, I guess, would have a similar thing going on like that. And so I think Lamar's going to come back this year and he's going to ball out. And it'll probably be like a like a Ravens get 13 wins and the Bengals have 12 wins or something like that. Because you know what? The Browns and the Steelers are going to be both awful. And <laughs> the, the Bengals and the Ravens are going to get four wins off those two teams right there. So they're going to they're going to have pretty good win totals this year. But I think the Ravens take the division. Well, and I guess I had just thought about this. Um, with Lamar representing himself, and this isn't a disparaging comment about anyone, but just the way the quarterback market is going, Lamar is the next guy. He's the next in line to get a contract. And the way this is going he's going to get he's probably going to get a little more than Murray signed for just because he is that next guy up and that's how the quarterback pay structure contract wise works right now and so I don't even know if maybe he's saving some money by representing himself and not I don't want to say he's not going to have to do anything but like I said, he's the next guy up, and it's maybe it was smart that he's waited that he can be like, okay, I'm the next guy up, pay me. And I, how long this can continue, I have no idea. It's you would think it's got to stop at some point, but. Until it does, do you guys understand what I'm saying here? I mean, yeah, I understand that he's next man up and getting paid or should be paid and whatnot uh, for sure. I mean, he should, she should get paid. He's been MVP already and he's the face of that franchise um, and whatnot. Um, but again, I look at it as like if I'm going to a doctor's office, I want the nurse or doctor to look at me and take care of something because they're the professional. They know what's going on. I don't want to go in there and be like, well, I mean, I can fix my broken leg. You know, like, I, I just feel like he's going to, again, like, I just feel like he, he's going to get paid no matter what, but like, 
I don't think he went to business school or I don't think he, you know, like, I don't, you know, I don't think he took, I don't know exactly, but I just feel like it's, he's going to miss out. And I feel bad because he should, again, he should be the most paid, but like maybe he won't get as much guaranteed money or he won't get as much signing bonus or it won't be an extra year longer. Like, I don't know. I just feel like he might, he might get shorted out on something, unfortunately, but we'll see. Like you said, he might, he might walk in there and be like, pay me. And they'll be like, yep. Or they'll be like, we're going to wait till the end of the year again. I don't know. It's very weird, especially like, like Jason said, I feel like the Ravens are like the Steelers um, family and whatnot. But at the same time, like show them that you're family then. Give them that deal. Be done with it. Move on and play football. You know, like this is all this is going to be is a distraction until something gets done. I mean, every time they talk to Lamar on a press conference about it, he just goes talking about it, and that's it. He just says that 50 times, and that's the press conference. So it's like it just takes away from everything, too, unfortunately. Mm. All right, so we'll move on to uh, quickly the AFC South because there's not a whole lot to talk about here. I Man. I'm going to have the Colts win division. Yeah. I think the Colts are going to do it. I think Tennessee's going to be second. Jaguars and Texans are absolutely just garbage teams. Um, I'm going to have the Colts pulling off, pulling this off at probably 11 and 6, 10 and 7 range, somewhere in there. I think Tennessee's going to be right on the heels, but I think Indy's got the better team. Let's not too, spend too much time on this division, but what do you guys think? Yeah, Colts. I mean, that's really got to say is Colts. Um, and the Titans, I just feel like there's going to be uh, some reluctancy there uh, with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, them drafting I can't remember his name right now. Uh, Lafayette. Malik Willis. Um, yeah, Malik Willis. Um, I don't know. Like, Ryan, we, I mean, I thought Ryan proved after he left Miami and went to Tennessee. Sorry, Jason. And became a better quarterback. Um, <laughs> you know, I thought he was going to kind of just keep going down the road. Not be the greatest, but just be that I can help you win. I'm not going to, you know be the deciding factor, but the guy just there, like the Derek, um, Derek Henry had a lot to do with that. Just, oh my God. Yeah. Well, I'm saying even before Derek Henry got there, he was passing the ball more. And then eventually he didn't have to, because you're just like 200 yards on the ground. Here you go. And then yeah. he just did it, you know, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And then I can just throw 130 yards a game and be fine. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just don't know if they're going to be this tight. I just think the Colts bring Matt Ryan in. Finally having like a, you know, Phil Bruce is good. Carson Wentz, who knows what they're thinking. Um, but yeah, I just think he's going to be good. And then, yeah, the Texans and the Jaguars, or Tex- Te- yeah, the Texans and the Jaguars. I mean, whatever, who cares? I don't, I don't even, I don't want talk to talk about them. There's nothing to talk about really. No. Yeah. So uh, I was just going to say Colts, it's agree with, with everything. Matt Ryan puts them over in that division. Like, yeah. It's yeah. just this, this division is kind of its own monster, and they're all just kind of, you know, 
They get a home game in the first uh, weekend of the playoffs and probably lose. So yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll move on to the West now. Um, I I still think the Chiefs, unless someone knocks them off, are gonna win that division. But man, that is gonna be a fun division. Chargers, I've got taken second. I've almost got to put Denver third because of uh, Russ now in uh, town. Raiders have uh, Devante. I can't believe I'm taking the Raiders fourth in that division, but that's just – that division is going to be a lot of fun. Again, we're uh, running out of time, so we got to – Yeah. Go a little bit rapid fire here, but that division is going to be a lot of fun. Oh man! Yeah, I will just go quick. I'm going to go. Chargers are going to win that division. Okay. I'm going to take the Chiefs second. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders third, and I think for Russ's first year is going to be it's going to be bad. It's going to, not he's going to be bad, but I think it's the fourth year they're just they're meeting that fourth place. They might still have a eight and eight, nine and seven, or whatever it is. Nine yeah. eight record, you know, like at the end of it. But I just think the Raiders made a lot of big moves. San Diego improved their defense a, a, really a, a lot with Mac and Jackson Jr. and stuff like that. Um, and this is you know Kansas City's Kansas City. So, but I'm yeah, I'm going with San Diego to actually win that division. I'm going with that they all win nine games. That would be so much fun. Oh, I mean, and then they have to play, honestly, they have to play a tournament on a Monday against each other. Yeah, the division. Yep. Or they two men race. They all like win nine games, and it's all based on the two teams that they play that are outside of the. Yep, and then a paper rock scissors tournament to yep. see who gets in. <laughs> I like that, Jason. I like that. <laughs> all right, uh, NFC. So. Um, we we all got the Bills, I believe. All got the Bengals, I believe. All got the Colts, I believe, and then uh, Jason had the Ravens, I think. Yeah, I took the Ravens. Oh, you got the Ravens, Jason. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, who's coming? Who's uh, representing in the Super Bowl? Quickly. Super Bowl. Oh man. Um, and again, this is just pre yeah. pre preseason. Oh, yeah. But I mean NFC, I'm gonna go with the Rams. No, a- AFC. Oh, sorry. AFC. Sorry, yeah. we jumped to NFC or AFC. Yeah, oh, AFC. I'm gonna go. I think the Bills are gonna go this year. Uh... I, I agree. I agree. I think it's gonna be the Bills year. Oh boy, that's. Uh, I'm gonna. You know what? Super early prediction. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. All right. Because I think they make the playoffs. So it's just, once you're in the playoffs, you got a shot. There we go. I like it. I like it. Um, NFC East, we're going to move on to the NFC. Um, I think I think the – I'm going to take the Eagles to win it. I don't yeah. trust the Giants. I don't another, trust the Cougars. Another hodgepodge division right yeah i'm gonna Except take these Eagles. guys all only get eight wins 
somehow. Yeah. They all have a losing <laughs> record. Well, because they get those dumb ties somehow. <laughs> yeah. Everyone ties with each other. Like, let's just go home with a tie so I don't feel so bad the rest of the week. All right. We're going to lose every other game. <laughs> so let's get a tie. Yeah. I agree with you, the Eagles. And then really any everyone else behind. I mean, the Cowboys, who knows? They could be thirteen and three. They could be three and thirteen. Who knows? Um, and I just the Giants and the Commanders or whatever. Again, crapshoot. It's yeah, three, four, five wins each. Maybe I don't know. So qu- quickly on uh, McCarthy, I heard uh, something on the radio uh, today on the way home. If uh, McCartney doesn't make the uh, championship. NFC Championship game. Does he have a job next year? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean it's Jerry Jones. If you kept Jason Garrett for 420 years, I mean, why can't you yeah. keep Mike McCarthy for another year? I did see a press conference that he did say that he, it's a win now situation, but I'm like, hey, you know what else is a win now situation? Every year in Dallas. Yeah, you say that every year, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't. As long as whatever he's, happens, happens. Yeah, as long as he's doing well, he's not going to fire him. He's got no reason to do that. Probably a good point. Uh, NFC South, uh, Tampa Bay. I think it's theirs to lose. I'm going to go slightly out on the limb and say the Panthers finish second that second in that division. I think the Saints take third. Falcons are going to. Bring up the rear, but I think it's the Buccaneers that are going to take it. Same. Yeah. Same exact order because, again, it's the Buccaneers, and then it's not even for them. For me, it's not even for them to lose it because, I mean, like, how, if they lose it, it'd have to be like, oh my God, Tom Brady was kidnapped for the whole year, and then every <laughs> every other star was too, and we couldn't, they couldn't play it. Like, that's really the only reason because it's just, yeah, the Falcons are going to be garbage. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Panthers, again, who knows what's really going to happen there. I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to be anything spectacular, but we'll see. And then, yeah, the Saints, yep, they'll be second. But, again, what are we going to get out of the Saints? I don't know. But the Saints have had – the Saints have beaten Tom Brady, I think, almost every game he's been in a Tampa Bay uniform. I think so. five, five out of six, I want to say Something, yeah, like so, or five out of five. I think that I don't know. It, it's really, really good. Yeah, compared to like if it's a Drew Brees or a Jameis Winston. I mean, it didn't matter. They won those games. I'm in agreement. That, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bucks for you, Jason. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, NFC West. Uh, defends defending Super Bowl champs. Uh, again, this is going to be a, a fun division. Both West uh, divisions are definitely the most interesting in uh, football. I'm going to say Rams are going to take it. I think the Cardinals, I don't have trust in them, but I don't have trust in the San Francisco the 49ers either, per se. I think they're going to be 2-3 in some order, and then Seattle, man, they're going to be bad this year. Yeah. Oh, man, they're going to be bad this year. Unless Jimmy G goes there. I've heard that, too. Yeah. But, yeah, it's going to be uh, their worst year for a, long, for a long time. 
Uh, pretty much the same thing you said. I feel like the Rams, Cardinals, um, oh yeah, and Seahawks are just going to be at the bottom rung. Who am I missing? Uh, nice. oh, 49ers. 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 Yeah. 49ers third. Yep. So same same order for me. Jason? Yep. Same as last year, except I just think the records won't be as good. Actually, the Rams might win 13 or 14. They might actually get hot just because I think a lot of the NFC in general took a step back. So I just think they're just going to overall win more games. And the Cardinals, I don't think they're going to win 11 games again, but they'll finish better than the Niners who won't win 10 games. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So same same order, but just less wins in the division. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, NFC North quickly. Uh, Pack Packers are going to win it. Vikings will be second. I do think. No, no, no. I'm going to change it up here. Packers are going to be first. I think Detroit's going to stay second in division. I think the Vikings are going to be third. Bears are going to be fourth. That's my semi-bold prediction of the of the evening is the Lions are going to finish second with a – we're going to say 9-8 and eight record. Oh, boy. They're going to get six wins over last year. Did they get a new quarterback? Uh, today, <laughs> today, like, like I said, it's my bold prediction. It I'm, is. It is. Uh, we're going to be like starting a quarterback. Paulie Walnut. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. Th- I'll go throw some. Yeah, why not? Detroit. I mean, eventually, eventually they're going to call somebody in. Possibly, so <laughs> we know who the guy is now. Um, I'm not going to go with Lions second. I'm going to go with uh, Packers first. Uh, Vikings. Um, I'll go Lions third, and then the Bears are the Bears. Jason. Yeah, I, I like where your head's at. I think the Lions do improve, but they're, you know, by like maybe three. They take a step wins. up. Yeah. yeah. If there's like 50 steps, they took like two more steps up or something. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like, look, mom, look at me. I'm two more steps up. Like, all right, you're getting there. They'll make it so that the team can't fire Dan Campbell. Like, they'll have to keep him. They'll do well, he'll that break well. someone's knee if they fire him. So <laughs> no gonna yeah. fire him. It's going to be like he's on vacation in, like, Hawaii, and they fire him there, and then they just fly back as fast as they can. Like, <laughs> like yeah, he's, fire he's, over he's a character. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, NFC uh, representative of the Super Bowl. Quickly. I already said mine before Rams. Oh, Rams. you know, I love, my, I love my Packers. I just, I just don't know. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not solidified on them as a, as a, as a Rams repeating, honestly. Maybe repeating. I don't know if they beat the Bills, who I picked the other way, but I think they'll get there. Oh boy, I'm gonna go with the Packers actually. Nice. I'm gonna Jason. go with the Packers Dolphins Super Bowl. Woo! All right, I yep. like it. I like it. Um, I am also going to go um, Bills in the AFC, but I'm going to take the Packers. I think it's going to be Packers-Bills. I think this is the – It's the, it's the year of the defense. It, it certainly seems like it. That's and, the only uh, thing that really is pushing me is that defense got a lot better. It's just I, we need to see who's catching that ball. 
one who's going to be doing it consistently. Romeo Dabs has been... Yeah, a force. A force in uh, in training camp so far. Again, yeah. it's just training camp. But... It's practice, but it's still it's still impressive to see. And we haven't even seen Watson yet, so... Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on the NFL before we uh, sign off, guys? I love fall, and I can't wait till we can watch games again. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. That's really it. Yeah, so we have uh, Packers uh, family night tomorrow night. Um, we also have uh, non-sports related, but uh, Mile of Music, if you guys are in the area, you guys know what that is. Uh, yep. Have fun downtown this weekend it's uh music pretty much four days in a row and it's a lot of fun so if you guys know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about if not uh come to appleton for the weekend and come enjoy some music but uh so we have family night we have uh packers first preseason game next friday against the 49ers uh, do you know who's up on deck for a Ben for us? Uh, the Brewers for us. I don't have that off the top of my head. Uh, we oh, yeah. Uh, we come home, uh, and we play. Let me, I have it right here. Sorry, let me see. Here. Play the Reds tomorrow. Yeah, Red, we have a series we of the Reds. the Reds this weekend. Okay, Reds at home. Yep, and then after that, we got the Rays for two games at home. And then we have the Cardinals, or at the Cardinals, and then the Dodgers come. And then the Dodgers come to Milwaukee. So it's going to be that that week is going to be three games Cardinals, four games Dodgers. Oh, so that's going to be tough. That'll be the test. That's that's the test right there <laughs> for the sure. Yep. If you can go five hundred, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a rough one. But um, yeah, anything else we're watching for, guys? I mean, it's pretty much just waiting for football and baseball's gearing up the last two months and yeah got we'll have a uh hopefully in a couple weeks we'll have a little bit of a college uh football preview for you guys because that's right around the corner also so i was gonna say one other thing too bring britney grinder home oh yes bring britney this bullshit bring her home this is so stupid bring her home Mm -hmm. Yes. I Nine agree. and a half years. Stupid. Just mm-hmm. stupid. Th- thank you. Thank you for saying that, Ben. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's been on my mind all day because I saw that sentence and I was just like, God, really? Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Agreed. Um, yeah. I think we're going to sign out now, guys. All uh, right. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. That's a bunch of stuff to watch for sports. We love you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. Have a good night, guys. Take care, guys. Mm-hmm.